Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 58 of the NYC Real Estate Podcast. I'm Mark Levine. I'm your host. Um, I am solo today. It is a long weekend coming up. It's going to be Labor Day weekend. Today is Friday, September 1st. I can't believe it's September already, but I wanted to take a few minutes to talk about minutes. Minutes are super important, but first, let me tell you how to get in touch with the show. If you want to email us, you can do so at nycrealestate at, uh, I'm sorry, even I screw up this email address, nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com, nycrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. You you can also um, call me at 212-335-2723, extension 201. And if you're not familiar with the show, I am Mark Levine. I am one of the owners of EBMG. We are a property management company that manages about 100 buildings in the New York City area. Uh, September right now marks 25 years that I've been with uh, the company. I'm one of the owners, and uh, it's a pleasure to bring whatever I've been dealing with on a day-to-day basis to you at home or in your car, wherever you may be listening. So um, let's talk about minutes. What are they? Um, What do they entail? How should we keep them? What should we do with them? Should we distribute them? Uh, These are all important questions that every building, every board, every managing agent should know. Um, Corporate minutes by definition are the official record of the actions taken and decisions made by a corporation's board of directors or managers, if it's a condo, during a meeting. So whether it's a, a special meeting, a normal board meeting, an annual meeting, there's always minutes taken. And that's so that we can preserve the official record of what was discussed both now and for future generations of the board to have context. Um, Minutes are legal documents. By that, I mean they will absolutely be used for a lawsuit during uh, discovery phases, whether that's a lawsuit from a shareholder against the building, or it could be a vendor against the building. It could be any number of things. So because of that, um, we really like to limit how they are written, how they look, um, what they encompass, and also how they are distributed. Um, Minutes should be as sparse as possible. That's the legal guidance that we've gotten over the years, and that's the guidance that we give all of our boards as well. They should only have a few things in them. I'm going to walk you through that. So on the top of every um, minutes that we do, any minutes document, it's the name of the corporation or the condominium. It's the date of the meeting. It's the time that the meeting started until the time that it ended. And it's also, is it a board meeting? Is it a special meeting? Is it an annual meeting? That's going to go on the bottom part of that. Just below the fold on that, we do who is present from the board. And then below that, who's not present from the board, if there's anybody. If people show up late or leave early, I also like to mark that in um, parentheses next to their specific name so that we can track out you know, in the future who is there for which votes if we need to. Um, and any invited guest, um, that could be the managing agent, that could be the accountant, that could be a shareholder or a unit owner. We just like to know who is there in addition to the board um, of themselves. And similar to how we said above, Time in, time out. If somebody is an invited guest or a managing agent that's not there for the entire meeting, we like to also mark that out so we have a good sense of that. Okay, so beyond that, what the, the body of the minutes is really important to keep in the right way. Um, I've seen a few buildings where we've come into management where you can have an hour-long meeting and you have five pages of notes from the secretary and then those turn into minutes. That's really not the best way because, as I said, they are legal documents and the more color that you give on any particular discussion that you're having, especially if it's maybe a little bit more of a private matter. I think that is more of a detriment to the building because that could be used against you. So we always tell our our clients, keep them as simple as possible. 
um, really try to water them down to just the motions that are made and how they were voted. That's going to save you a lot of heartache. Um, traditionally, the minutes is the first line item um, from the previous uh, meeting. So we'll say the minutes of the last meeting, and you can insert the date there. A motion was made to approve the minutes from this meeting and how it was voted on and if it was approved. And then from there, um, we try to keep it just to motions that the board is going to make at the meeting so that we could keep track of all of the decisions. I've seen some buildings also in the past keep uh, motions books so that they can say, um, in a binder. Now, it's, it was more of a binder back then, but now that everything's digital, we can keep one document that just lays out all of the motions going in chronological order from the past until you know the present. And then in the future, we'll keep doing it so that um, the building can actually just look at, you know, from the board's perspective, all of the decisions that have been made over the last few years. Um, so we've got the the minutes approval from the last meeting. We've got any uh, motions that are made for this meeting. But then we can also just generally speaking, say, um, you know, if there was a let's say we're talking about an intercom replacement that we're just kind of looking at and we haven't really decided, you can say um, the board discussed the intercom, the potential intercom replacement in the future and just keep it as you know standard as that. And then if we're discussing sensitive employment issues, maybe we're talking about the super or the porter or maybe we're even talking about termination or raises. I wouldn't really get into that either. What I would until you've made that decision to terminate. What I would say is as generic as possible, the board discussed various employment issues. That's all you have to do because as I said, these are legal documents. They may go out to the shareholders or the unit owners. They may not. Um, how we distribute them is really important. During COVID, um, almost everything was, you know, digital. Um, I think we're still keeping to that because it's just convenient. Um, share, if you talk to an attorney in the real estate space with condos and co-ops, they'll tell you that the New York State Business Corporation law really doesn't um, provide that all shareholders and unit owners should have complete access to the minutes of the normal meetings. But what they will tell you is that they absolutely have a right to the annual meeting minutes, which every shareholder and unit owner, sometimes a good standing, depending on how your documents are written, but usually all um, have the ability to come to. So they do have access to that. Boards sometimes will choose to allow shareholders and unit owners to review the ongoing monthly minutes in the office. They'll also allow purchasers, attorneys to come in and review it. Um, so what we like to do is make sure that there's a um, protocol in place for that. We don't allow copying. We don't allow photocopying. We don't allow pictures. We don't allow them to leave the office. So if somebody wants to take a look at the books and records of which we'll consider this to be part of, they have to come into the management office, into the conference room. We'll provide the minutes for you to look at it, and then we take it back with us. Um, there are now cases where we've been sharing view-only links to Dropbox folders, which have it. And of course, it's on the honor system. We ask them to also sign an affidavit that they won't copy, they won't distribute, they won't release this information as it's private. I understand there's not much that we could do in terms of stopping somebody from taking a screenshot on either their phone or on their computer, but you know it is the honor system, as we say. Um, in terms of releasing them to the shareholders, typically we don't. Um, we What a lot of buildings like to do is in, in lieu of the minutes, they will send out a newsletter and they will kind of describe what's going on in the building. But um, as I noted before, we've been in depositions before where um, the attorneys have actually said to us, these are great minutes. The opposing 
attorney has said to us, these are great minutes because we can't get anything out of them. And that's what you really want. You want to keep them concise. You want to keep them watered down. You want them as a record of the the actual motions that were made and the decisions that were made so that you can back that up. And you know, if there was an increase being uh, considered and it's approved, you need that to be in the minutes because if uh, a shareholder comes back and somehow says, well, I'm not paying that increase. I don't see it you know, as a formal approval. You want to have that as a backstop to make sure that everything is uh, correct. Everything is valid. And we're using that to initiate the increase on our system. Um, so that's a few minutes on minutes. There's really not much more that goes on to that. I'm happy to provide anybody with a copy of a sample minutes forms. This is actually timely because I have a new building that started last month and today was their first um, the release of the minutes to the board after our last meeting and they wanted my opinion on it. So I said, you know what, I've done a pod. I, I do this podcast and let me cover this as a topic because I think more people need to hear it. Um, simple is better and the less is also better. Um, if you want to email again, the show NYC real estate podcast at gmail.com NYC real estate podcast at gmail.com. You can call me directly. Uh, usually my work phone actually goes to my cell phone. So if we're open, you know, nine to five, it'll go to my cell phone, leave a message. If I don't pick up 212 335 2723 extension 201. I always put all of my contact information in the description of the video. Uh, if you're listening to this around Labor Day, I hope you have a great weekend. It'll be a long weekend. We can hope for no emergencies that will pull us out of our uh, beach stays. But we will be back next week. I've got a few different podcast guests on the docket. We're going to really try to pick it up again in 2023. We took a little bit of a lull in the last year. It's been a little crazy at work and finding the time to do these has been a little bit challenging. But I thank everybody for listening. If you like this, please share. Please like it. Please distribute it. Anybody that's in the New York City real estate space or who lives in a building, I think, can benefit from this, um, especially those that are new board members. So thanks again, and we'll see you next time.